Welcome to the Plan Is podcast with me, Caroline Dunn. I'm a personal trainer, nutrition coach, yoga teacher, and a geek obsessed with learning how to live the biggest, fullest, most joyful life and helping you do the same. In this podcast, we'll cover fitness, nutrition, mindset yoga, and personal development because it's time to stop putting our health into boxes. It's time to care about the whole beautiful, messy you, mind, body, and spirit. The plan is to rise up, sweat, get stronger, be joyful, let it go, pause, laugh, try again, breathe, and do our best. I am so happy you're here. Thank you so much for joining me today. We're incoming with the news that not all bacteria are bad. And today we're going to discuss gut health, which I think a lot of people are getting more and more interested in, aren't they? It's definitely something that research has focused on much, much more recently. And did you know that the communication between our guts and our brains is even called the enteric nervous system? Yes, considered as a whole nervous system. So I think it's easy to forget in today's modern world where, you know, we use a lot of cleaning products. (laughs) And even with our experience of the pandemic, it's very easy to forget that the majority of organisms are either harmless or even beneficial for us. And I make no excuses or pretense that I'm anything other than a total and utter geek on this topic. If you don't know, then I studied medical biochemistry at university and adored it, loved it. Um, so this is like easy, fascinating stuff for me. And I would like to make it really actionable for you. So rather than just chats, I want to know from today's episode what you're actually going to do and change in your life this week. Like easy tweaks, easy swaps. So let's start off with first of all, what we think the total number of bacteria are. Um, so there's definitely not a, obviously a complete census, but I did read one that said that the total number of bacteria in a 70 kilogram reference man to be 3.8 times 10 to the power of 13. Now, that's a really big number. Imagine the numbers 3, 8, followed by 12 zeros. That is the number of bacteria and in our bodies. And the vast majority of them reside in the colon which is our large intestines so they play a really vital role they produce certain chemicals for us so they produce for instance serotonin in the gut and they contribute towards our immunity massively and our long-term risk of many chronic diseases i also think our current understanding is just the tip of the iceberg 
think we're going to find some fascinating research coming out over, you know, the next decade or so. Nutrition science is a very young science, really, in the grand time scale of things. So having known, now now knowing that, <laughs> how many we have in our bodies, what are some really easy ways that we can start to look after those little bacteria in our gut? So my first top tip is eating more fibre. Now, this is food for our gut bacteria. And essentially, it means the stuff that we can't digest quite often is what our gut bacteria need. So things like fruits, vegetables, legumes, so like beans and lentils, whole grain, they are great sources of fiber. And did you know that most of us are not getting anywhere near enough fiber? So there's a lot of processed food around, isn't there? And the daily fiber recommendation is 30 grams a day, but a lot of us are not even getting half of that. Now you probably have, uh, maybe worry or concern at the back of your head if you're hearing me saying increase fiber. Yes, it's probably going to feel uncomfortable to begin with if you work on increasing your fiber intake. You want to increase it slowly to reduce some of the discomfort around large amounts of high fiber foods. So things like bloating or wind, like your body will adapt if you slowly increase it and you stay well hydrated. But yeah, be careful and work up slowly. One goal that you could aim at, it's something like 30 plant-based foods a week as a way of like not having to, you know, track your fiber or um, add up all the numbers. So 30 plant-based foods per week, that includes things like fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, whole grains, other legumes, beans, lentils, etc. And again, don't worry if you're nowhere near this, kind of find a baseline, just find where you're at now, take one week and count it all up. And then next week, can you add in one more portion? I will also say that high fiber diet doesn't suit every individual out there. So do check with your doctor before you make any drastic changes in your diet just to make sure you rule out any underlying health conditions. Okay, very responsible. Number two, reduce stress, reduce stress. Now this has had a massive impact on me personally. Like it's not called rest and digest mode for nothing. Quite often in our high stress, go, go, go lives, we are fueling our bodies in this state of chronic stress, in fight or flight mode. So imagine for me a car going down a motorway. If you try and get petrol in that car whilst it's going down that motorway, it's not going to be very effective or efficient, is it? Not very much is going to go in there. So it's kind of the same for our bodies. When we're in fight or flight, you know, cortisol, adrenaline, then our body is diverting blood away from the gut. Like digestion is not a priority when we are in danger. And we want to slowly shift ourselves back down. So slow down, breathe, take notice of your food, 
and that's when we eat. Try to do so without distraction and when I say this I know that I make that sound easy and I recognize that it's not. Um, You don't have to be in this perfect, calm, quiet, distraction-free environment And one example I've worked on with my one-to-one clients might be that, yes, you might need to have lunch at your desk, but could you put your computer on screen lock for the time that it takes you to eat so that you're not there, like, perusing all your emails, etc. I think general stress management practices they extend outside of the time that we fuel our body as well so away from eating be aware of how your body holds stress and you might not even notice that so for example if you come home from a stressful day at work you just want to relax so you watch tv and it's a netflix night so you're watching it lots and lots and lots of episodes that isn't helping your body release the stress of the day it's almost like chronically overstimulating us even more because our bodies need signals to tell us that we're safe so that might look like like five deep breaths breath work is one of the most powerful down regulators of our body it can be a really powerful tool like before we eat during we eat but just at random times in the day (laughs) any sort of movement is amazing to help your body release some of that stress so have some practices invest in your nervous system so that it can switch out of fight or flight and come back into rest and digest when you need it. Okay, tip number three for our gut health is eat less sugar and sweeteners. And again, we're not saying stop. (laughs) Most of us want things like cake in our lives. But be aware that you may send your gut microbiome a bit out of balance if you consume too much processed food, sugar, or sweeteners. And this is also said with caution or the caveat that the research isn't fully there yet. There's some early evidence in animal studies that suggest some potential negative effects of sweeteners on a few bacterial strains that are linked with negative health outcomes. So there's a balance to be found be aware of what has sweeteners in be aware what has sugar in and consider the value of that food to you so that you can find something that works for you in your life number four sleep and move more sleep and move more and obviously these are now very overarching because Not only do both of these things, sleeping and moving, contribute to lowering stress levels, they also decrease inflammation, which is great news for our gut bacteria. Number five may or may not surprise you. There's probably no need to take a probiotic. 
So if you're not sure what a probiotic is, then it is something that you would take or eat with live bacteria in it. So you may have seen like the little yogurt drinks or I think they even do tablets and things like that, don't they? That's a probiotic that have live bacteria in. But evidence suggests that hardly any of those live bacteria reach the gut still alive. It's probably a waste of money in most cases. There is some research to suggest if you've been on, say, like you've been ill and had a course of antibiotics, there are potentially some benefits of using probiotics after that, Um, which leads nicely into number six. Tip number six, avoiding unnecessary use of antibiotics and disinfectants. So this whole antibiotics thing, what's it about? So they can destroy gut flora, And when they are destroying some of those bacteria that live there, what's happening is that they create more space for more harmful strains of bacteria to grow and develop. Disinfectants, so the stuff that we'd use on surfaces, they can increase strains of bacteria linked with obesity and type 2 diabetes. Now, actually, this is one of my favorite soapboxes. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. Stop killing 99.9% of bacteria everywhere. Stop it. Stop it. Like, you don't need to kill 99.9% of bacteria on your work surfaces and in your laundry and on your hands. And whilst obviously I am not being black and white about this, there is a place for disinfectants. Just be intentional with where you use them, like door handles. And be aware of where you don't need to use them, like laundry for instance and yes some individuals some cases they need to have you know very very carefully controlled environments but the vast majority of us just think about this logically for a moment for me if you kill 99.99% of bacteria what are you leaving behind the 0.01% of bacteria that can survive those things giving them more room, more resources to grow. Yay! Antibiotic resistance is a real danger. So stop killing them all. All bacteria are not bad. (laughs) Okay, soapbox is put away. Now, those principles or those tips I've just gone through, they're very big, they're very overarching. And as I said, the goal of this episode is small, easy, actionable steps that you can actually do. And when I say sleep more and move more, that's a lovely goal, but that can be really hard to break down into something that makes sense, that's a sequence of steps, it's a small action, and you know what to do in the next 10 minutes. So I'm going to give, therefore, some really super simple tips, some really easy ways to start Now, this is by no means an exhaustive list at all. They are just some really simple suggestions that I thought, oh yeah, that will take two minutes and will be of benefit. So, of four of them, add olive oil. 
add olive oil. So the reason why I'm saying this is that it's rich in polyphenols, which are great for our gut bacteria. I also personally really enjoy the taste. Um, it doesn't need to be extra virgin olive oil. Um, there's no harm in that if you have, you know, a budget and you like that. Um, but any sort of olive oil is amazing for our gut bacteria. Easy swap. Second one is buy mixed colours of stuff. So rather than going to the shops and buying just red peppers or buying just carrots, buy some mixed packs. So you could try like mixed packs of peppers or mixed vegetables. When you're at the freezer section, pick up a mixed bag of berries. Um, you know, when you can get like peas and carrots and sweet corn and just lots of variety and we can do that via easy swaps just pick up a different pack from what you normally do the next tip is mix up your meals daily to increase variety now let me break that down more for you how is that simple in a two-minute action so for instance i'm a massive fan it's no secret of batching and um, standardizing before we optimize. So say for instance, your breakfast is oats. Well, first of all, amazing fiber, amazing for heart health, yay for gut bacteria. An easy way to mix that up might be add different toppings and then you've just hit a load more different plant-based foods, different fruits, different nuts, different seeds. You can include a live yogurt or something like that that is an easy way to tweak what you're already doing. Same with cereal, same with whatever else you might have for breakfast. <laughs> and then my final top tip is take 10 deep breaths. Like we can all do that now. Breathe deeper for me now. Your breath, remember, is one of those main ways we can down-regulate our stressed out bodies. And when I say take 10 deep breaths, just notice how you're breathing for me. I don't mean a massive over-breath. They want to be long, smooth, and slow. Breathe slower. So I hope that has been helpful and you can do something today this week remember these are not silver bullets that are going to magically fix things you've got to think long term when it comes to your gut health when we make changes to our diet we can change the microbes within days but the long-term benefits can take several years to show so if you go back to neglecting some of these things you know you just have an effort for a week you probably aren't going to get that much of a benefit. It's about long-term change. A healthy gut is a healthy, happier you. So what are some of your top takeaways? Go on social media, tag me at The Plan Harrogate, and I would love to see and hear and celebrate with you some of the easy ways that you are improving your gut health this week. Again, thank you so much for being here. I love this, love you, love this whole making positive changes together journey and vibe. So let's do this. <laughs> 
It makes me do a little happy dance to have had you join me in this episode. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe, rate it five stars and leave a written review. I so appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe to my mailing list also at www.theplancoaching.com so we can keep in touch. I love doing this with you and sharing the struggles, laughs and wins along the way. So I thank you for being here. And until next time, remember, life's better with a plan.